will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. If somebody asks you, is this the Drake? Is this the Drake Toll Show? You gotta tell them yes. That's Cameron Stewart. Aaron Sexton runs the board. Aaron, can I get a breaking news? Kansas. Lance Leipold. Lawrence. RV. The new home, home, home on the to one Jeffrey Jefferson Grimes. The deposed Baylor offensive coordinator. Reliable, eh. violent, well, offense, some would say, <laughs> is headed to Lawrence. He's landed on his feet at another Big 12 program. And Cameron, Cameron. Yeah. Huge move for Jeff. Yep. Still in a Power 5 school at a top 25 Power 5 school. Mm-hmm. This isn't your grandma's Kansas. Right. Or your dad's Kansas. Team with absolutely uh, ambitions of winning. Like ambitions yeah. of competing for the conference title. And now he's got an opportunity to springboard himself. Maybe a better spot. Right now, what's a better place to coach? Kansas or Baylor? Look, it's Kansas. It's Kansas. absolutely yes. Kansas. Yes. And next year, Jeff Grimes, Jayhawks will come to McLean Stadium at a date TBD. Week seven. And will completely, should, could, manhandle the Bears. Gash the Bears. Uh, what do you, it's not week seven. We have no idea when it is. Yeah, I, get, I think it's Baylor's seventh game. No, it's not. We don't know yet. Because uh, they haven't given the... Look at FBSschedules.com. No, no, no. They're giving you, look, the dates TBD. Because they've given you the home and the away. Look how there's four straight home games. And you go, oh, Baylor's got four straight home games. Then you realize they only give you what's home, what's away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe that's it. Sorry about that. <laughs> so at some point in I time. Do, I should delete that tweet. At a date. Un, un, did you tweet it out? Yeah. No. Nicely done. At a date unknown to us. <laughs> it had like the first two dates on there. So I was like, oh, maybe they're just trying to figure it out. If it's a, they do maybe have the they'll throw a Thursday in there. They do have the non-conference <laughs> dates. Did you not see that on the schedule you were looking at, Baylor had four straight home games and five straight no, away I games. I just looked where Kansas was. <laughs> it was in a like an order that looked like a schedule. Like it wasn't just alphabetical, nothing like that. It just right, just had it just without five a date. Five straight like have, away games. Okay, didn't, didn't jump off the page at all to you, huh? I didn't look at that. I just looked where Kansas was. Nothing gets past you there, guy. Nope. Pretty good. Surprised I didn't get a DM telling you how wrong he was. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. That's probably because people looked at the same thing. And thought Which the I've same gotten thing. a lot. I little did I know. You know, I remember. I remember. It's a few. It was a long time ago. I tweeted about the Baylor crowd being subpar for a number six team, and of course, everybody's coming with the excuses of, "Oh, I have to go to work." All right, great. Um, that doesn't help when I'm. Which we did talk about when I'm Jaden Nunn and I walk out of the tunnel. I look around and go, "You know what? People have work. I get it." And I'm not sure if that's how the number six team reacts to that. Uh, and there are some underlying issues for why this is the true problem. I didn't know that Cyclone Larry was going to pick it up with the gambling gauchos. Yeah, it was big. I didn't know. It, it took off. Man. I didn't know 270,000 people would see that tweet. And you know, what? you know who loves it is the Kansas State people. Ooh. It's something else to focus on. Yeah. <laughs> They're picking it up. The, oh, my gosh. Follow up on yesterday, the Naquan Tomlin thing, where the president was saying that he was going to take control of the situation. They just kicked the guy off the team altogether. Yep. And it wasn't Jerome Tang who said that. The AD came out with a statement that was that said, after further review, I mean, they've strung this kid along for over a month, saying you can work your way back on the team, suspended indefinitely, you know, we'll see where it goes. And the AD just says, you know what? After all this backlash, we're just going to kick him off the team. Done with that. He's what? done altogether. And the way they did it, it was the president's decision, but he made the AD fall on his sword. Yeah. Because if, yep. you, if you're not like us and on Twitter and, and knew what was going on, you would think by reading the, the ESPN article that this was a decision by the AD, which right. it wasn't. No, this was the president overstepping everybody, Jerome Tang Right, included. and I think Jerome Tang was classy in the way he kind of handled it yesterday, but I think we all know at this point it's not, it's not his call. No, and which is the one, like, Jerome Tang is one of the better things to happen to Kansas State Athletics. All-time, their football program's below 500. They have mm-hmm. had a very tough time winning at – Really, any sport consistently outside of meat judging. They're pretty good at that, though. They're great at meat judging. <laughs> They're really great good at, at that. And Jerome Tang came in and gave a huge boost to the athletic department and made all the Kansas State fans show up to all the games and brought in revenue and got everybody excited. And the president said, mm, I'm going to do your job for you. This, guy, this kid's kicking off me, the team. Let me handle this. You were just an assistant for a while. Right. Me, why don't I take care of this? Uh, basketball coach or president? Of those titles, president means more. I'm going to kick this kid off the team. Yeah. Should, should I'd argue basketball coach is a more difficult job, but you could have had. Yeah, I guess president means more. Jerome Tang's the kind of guy that would have stayed there the rest of his life. But when the president oversteps him, like if our, if our boss walked in today, and mm-hmm. said, if the, the station owner walked in today and said, hey, you you can't talk about the Dallas Cowboys ever again. What? Yeah, Some never. people think that directive has been sent out. Never again. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Great. All right. Uh, you know, it's just, that's not an area where you think you'd be overstepped. And for Jerome Tang, when it's, hey, you know what, this player's off your team. What? And by the way, and, and by the way, when this happens, we talked about it yesterday, it's, it's a bar fight. It's a scuffle. Like, nobody's dead. You know? I nobody's mean, dead. Not that it's a great thing, but it's not this huge deal. A college kid gets in a bar fight. It happens. It's not great. And so, I say that to say, Jerome Tang did suspend him at first. Right? Like, that, right. when he comes out, he says, Jerome was handling him. this. Right. That's what's weird to me, is he, he had it. And then the president was like, Jerome, you can't let this kid back on the team. Like, you can't do it. And, right. then, and then I think the president comes down and says it's this indefinite thing. Uh-huh. And then from what, all that we've heard is him yesterday saying, okay, he's done. We're kicking him off the team. Not Jerome Tay. What's his name? Dick Whitman or something? Dick Linton. Dick Linton. Dick Not Linton. to be confused with the guy the Red Sox traded for the other day, Dick Fitz. <laughs> 
I cannot make that up. No way. I can. Richard Fitz. Richard Fitz. Good for him. Uh, the Jeff Grimes news here. How do you react to that? The guy's still in the Big 12. It wasn't one of the schools that, that we were hearing about that right. was being rumored. Um, obviously, UTEP was looking for a head coach. He, he pulled his name out of that. Um, so that means there was definitely some interest from UTEP. That's his alma mater. Yep. Uh, heard a lot about BYU. Yeah. Zoning in to bring him back. He, that's obviously where he was before Baylor with Zach Wilson. And it sounded like that was a fence that had been mended and that he was going to go back. But Kansas, I mean, it's a great landing spot for him. It really is. And they've had, over the last few years, obviously some really athletic quarterbacks, some good running quarterbacks who... You know, I look at the most successful season that Jeff Grimes had. It was with Gary Bohannon at quarterback right. at Baylor. Anyway, his most successful season. And any of the couple quarterbacks they've they've run through with Daniels and Bean the last two, three years here, they have been Gary Bohannon-like runners, but better passers. So uh, to me, that's saying, hey, here's a skill set that this guy actually works really well with. How about I get him a more skilled guy at the quarterback position than he had with Gary Bohannon? Yep. So I, I think it's a... It's an interesting move. I, I am surprised to see him stay in the Big 12. I thought he had Big 10 written all over him. Yeah, okay. Uh, because of that style oh of play. Oh my gosh, Jeff know, Grimes at Iowa? That's, that's, might that win was, a national that's what I was thinking. I mean, there was literally going into this season two teams that really ran the wide zone in Division 1, at least in the Power 5. It was Baylor and Iowa. Yep. And if I'm Kirk Ferentz, you know, my son can't handle this. But how about I bring in a guy who runs the same thing but has made it work for a long time? Yeah. Uh, so that's what I was thinking, you know, an Iowa, Wisconsin or something like that, because that's the kind of brand of football they play up there. And instead, he does stay up there, but in the Big 12. And, uh, you know, it's not your slightly older brother's Big 12 of 2016, yeah. where they're just airing it down the field anymore. But I, I am surprised to see a team on that much of an ascent. You mean your Big 12, oh, by the way? My Big 12. The Big yes, 12 you grew up th- with. That I was in school for. Yeah. Your era. This is. So I, I'm a little surprised, but I mean, on paper, from what I know about their offensive personnel, it, it does it does make some sense. From Daniels to Bean to Devin Neal being able to come back, yeah. their star running back, one of the top five backs in the Big Twelve, they can construct one of, if not the best, offense in the new Big Twelve. Legitimately, if you had to go, if you throw those three names out, Jason Bean, Jaden Daniels, uh, Jalen Daniels, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Devin Neal. Give me another three-headed monster in next year's Oof. Big 12. No Texas, no Oklahoma right. that is that talented. Yeah, Jeff know. Grimes just got the keys to a Corvette, a Big 12 Corvette. I might use that line later because I can't think of a, another three-headed monster. I mean, Cam Rising coming back at Utah, that's nice. You know, right. He had a great year this uh, year. Too. Right, right, right. Lit As we all this know, year. he's going to be a great he's star. He's going to be 25. No, he's a good, he's a good quarterback. Uh-huh. He's coming back. Um, and they're, they're always a team that's in the thick of it. I don't know that Colorado has that. I don't know that as good as Arizona was this year. I don't know that they have that. Yeah. Oklahoma state has Ollie Gordon and a, and a bunch of who just entered a bunch the of transfer Jags. portal. Is that actually true? Now? Ollie Gordon is in the portal. It seems I saw some meme account post that earlier trying to be 24/7. really okay. I've seen a couple of those, but I thought I thought the one that I saw was. Unofficial. I mean, you're locked on Big Twelve, so you. I should more, know. I, 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 I said that here, and not on locked on Big Twelve. Paying attention to the Big Twelve or to yeah. the Baylor no recent ones. no recent posts, so we'll we'll say for that now. Would, that would suck. Still for a mistake, but there's man. a real. I mean, he's going to be a million dollar commodity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only thing because look, I mean, Oklahoma State's probably not going to win a national championship or anything, but yeah, uh, historically. They develop running backs better than almost any school. Yeah. And, like, it's not like he's playing for 
Baylor. <laughs> he's not going three and nine. Uh, like well. they were in the conference championship, and he's going to be the focal point of the offense. But yeah, to your point, he's going to make a lot of money somewhere. How about and this? it could be Oklahoma State, oh but probably more somewhere else. How about this? Epiphany. So I like the Jeff Grimes hire, by Epiphany. the way. Epiphany. Because they're ready to win now. Dave Aranda. They can do that. Fires his coordinators just for them to get better jobs than Baylor. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a better job. You know? Now, well, like, I think he if he fires you... Ron Roberts, and Ron Roberts gets a job as a DC in the uh, SEC yep, and Auburn, shuts down yep. Alabama to the last play of the game, Dave Aranda fires Jeff Grimes and Grimes to a, gets the OC job at a better, in a better program. Yeah. Uh, in a program that's winning at a higher level and more consistently the last couple of years, that is, well, again, what does that I'm say t- about Dave Aranda? The guys he's firing are getting bigger jobs than the ones they got fired from. Yeah, I think if you had told this about Jeff Grimes or told this to Jeff Grimes even, you know, two years ago, that, hey, your next move from here after the Sugar Bowl season or even after leaving BYU, your next move is going to be the OC, the same position at Kansas. Yeah. Even with them starting to get better, he'd be like, oh, right, really? Because yeah. I thought it would be head coach next. Right. And it sounds like he had that opportunity, or at least to be interviewed. But this is eerily similar from what we just laid out offensively and the way the team is coming together. Very similar to his first year at Baylor, right? Where where they have this, this attack, this running attack specifically that's ready to go. They just need an experienced coach in there to, to put that thing into motion. A guy who could well be a head coach right now, like Jeff Grimes. And that's the, what Baylor needed in 2021 because they had Larry Fedora before that. They did. And I don't know how much Kansas needed it, but that could take them to the next level of actually being there in Arlington in December. So Aranda fired Larry Fedora. Yep. Uh, Ron Roberts. I don't think Larry Fedora got a better job, did he? Oh, he did. Well, eventually. Did he no, work that no. next year? You just wait. Okay. I didn't know if it was that next year. Aranda fires Larry okay. Fedora, yep. fires yep. Jeff Grimes, fires Ron Roberts. He's got this this thing going on. Aranda's been at Baylor for four complete football seasons. Correct. Three of them have resulted in firing coordinators. Yes. Uh, great. Spectacular. Yes. The head coach knows what he's doing, man. He can hire assistants. He can run a program. Uh, just keep firing assistants. One of them's going to work at some point, right? One of them's going to work. Maybe it's Pavadol. Yeah, and that's um, what's weird. Is It's not a thing where... Jeff Grimes just gets a call from Kansas. Like, he was fired. Yeah. Ron Roberts was fired. Right. Dave Aranda walked in their office and said, you are done at Baylor University. Yeah, like at least Spavadol. Clean out your office. Like he had a job for the next year. Clear your things. Uh, And Spavadol's taking a big risk. Get back to Texas. Probably didn't uh, revel in his time in Cal. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to be here for one year, and then everybody gets canned. Yeah, Uh, he's banking on it being a good year so that he can get a, probably a, more likely a more high-profile OC job than a head coaching job, but potentially a head coaching job, too. Yeah, all intents and purposes, based on this schedule, based on what Baylor has coming back, based on the fact that we've already heard Spavadol say Well, this say schedule has not... four straight home games on it, so... <laughs> That's 0-4. Uh, it's going to be a gauntlet when they go on the road for a month for straight. For five straight games. Uh, with, this, with this schedule, with who we know is coming back, without positive attrition, with the Cal OC, with everything all... by. But every metric points to next year's Baylor football season being a pretty bad year. And if that's yep. the case, Dave Aranda and Jake Spavadol and everybody else, they all get fired. The entire house is cleaned out, and you probably hire Jeff Trailer. By the time they're putting the bows on the cars. Is somehow still at UTSA, by the way. Right. If And I thought if you get a – had you gotten Dana Holgerson, which you wouldn't have at OC, mm-hmm. or – or somebody of that caliber, you could fire David Rand in midseason or at one and four. They become the interim coach. 
I don't want Jake Spavadol yeah, to I, be the interim coach at Baylor. I mean, he could be because he knows at least the administrative side of how to run a program, but he could be the based record on is not the three flowing. years that he was a quote unquote head coach in college. He, football. Yes. Yes. Um, he does. So I at guess, least he can have head coach. Get experience. the car in the garage. It's going to have some damage. Won't that either. Yeah. It's, it's going to, it's going to be hit a couple of times. You got a dent in your 96 Corolla, but, but it will roll in there by hook or by crook. Yes. You'll just be four and eight. Uh, my point was, Jeff Grimes, better job after getting fired from Baylor. Maybe Spavadol was like, look, dude, I'm not having, I'm not enjoying Cal. I could go get fired at Baylor and get a much better job. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the up and maybe. up. It's to get fired by Dave Aranda. Because Grimes goes to Kansas, a better offense. Um, Ron Roberts goes to Auburn, making more money as the D.C. of an SEC school in the SEC West and did go to a bowl game. And... Larry Fedora, who Aranda gave the old can to. Don't tell me. Can I guess? Yeah. Offensive analyst, Alabama. Head coach. Oh. General (laughs) manager. Oh, that's right. Of the New Orleans Breakers of the USFL. He went from fired at Baylor to coaching pro football. Yep. 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 So you got that. Love that for him. An upgrade. Uh, Roberts, an upgrade, and Larry Fedora, an extreme upgrade to the USFL as a head coach. All it ta- I kind of want to join Dave Aranda's staff now and get fired. Sure it's going to be, man. So that I get hired by CBS to call their SEC Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be, calling, I'll be doing a podcast at Barstool in a year if Correct. I work for Aranda. Like, Dave Aranda fired me? Oh, great. Here's a million dollars to work <laughs> for somewhere else and a better opportunity. What does that say about your head coach? Maybe, maybe Spavadol was ahead of that. He didn't even have the Grimes news yet, but he was like, "Look at this." Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get fired. The track record's good, but Dave but Aranda, look where I go. And if that magic works, if it truly works, Dave Aranda will get fired next year, and Ohio State's gonna come calling. We need a new head coach. We, we want Dave Aranda. Oh my god, Dave Randall. I think there is a world where he gets like a semi-good head coaching job after this, and in the Big like, Ten, what? Iowa like calls, a Minnesota, yeah. like yeah, Barons they're gonna retires. fire their coach. Like they call Aranda. Like we oh, we just need so defense. Funny. We need exclusively defense. We're hiring Dave Georgia Aranda. Tech's coach gets hired away. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Georgia Tech's not good, but like they got Aranda. Like and the Iowa's the Iowa AD is like, yeah, we heard the guys bad at NIL and Portal. We said, come on, come on, you're we're, you're signed up. We want you to be our head coach. Coming up, is there any realm like, to Jeff Grimes to his family? Congratulations, that's a better landing spot. It's a better program right now. That are there are better athletes, and he has every opportunity to walk into McLean Stadium next year and win by thirty points. Um, on paper, he does. The spread of that game right now, if the spread between twenty twenty two Baylor and twenty twenty three Baylor is twenty points, Jeez. you know that on paper twenty twenty two seven and six Baylor is a twenty point favorite over three and nine Baylor. Kansas is a thirty five point favorite right now over this year over this year slash next year's Baylor team because we haven't seen anything coming in yet anything coming in yet that would make next year's squad seem more desirable than this year's three and nine, especially with the schedule that they have coming up next season. So Jeff Grimes might just boat race Baylor and wave and kiss goodbye on the way out. Uh, Coming up, is there any reason to have hope in Jeff Grimes or in Dave Aranda? I I saw a couple tweets today. Like, you know what? I believe in Dave Aranda again. I'm in. Are we in? And why, Eh. why, why would we be in? This is the Drake Toll Show. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda is returning as head coach. It feels weird today saying, well, this person's gone, this person's gone, but this person stays. You know, I thought, didn't try to hide this, that it was time to move on from Dave Aranda. So I'm not going to change my tune now that he's back and be like, hey, man, this is great. This is a great decision. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Ring in the new year with unbeatable savings on a wide selection of new 2023 Ram trucks during the wrap-up-the-year sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Whether you need a tough work truck or a rugged off-road companion, Ram trucks are built to handle any challenge in addition to incredible savings. We're also offering generous trade-in values for your current vehicle. Upgrade to a newer model while getting the most out of your trade-in. Hurry in and take advantage of this limited-time opportunity. Visit us today or shop online at allensamuelsdcj.com. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. 
Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Toll Show. Nine out of ten. Really? That's a banger. Bump it, Aaron. Bump it. I was on a catamaran. This is two years ago. Cancun. This was the same time that Brittany Griner got locked up in Russia. And I had, is it John Muir who's on, uh, dude, you, Cam, you did not match the, what are you doing over there? What did are you, you see, doing? Did you see what happened uh, between Martin Chilton? No. So great. Oh, that that's is Chad Conan's post. Of it. Yeah. I saw the gift package. What a, yeah. Okay. With a basketball <laughs> to Kevin Hoffman's oh, office ready for, from yeah. Chilton. Oh, yeah. That's great, man. That is pretty and they're good. And now they're posting like, Surveillance video. Yeah, because people uh, accused Coach Hoffman of. Uh, I, I think it was jokingly, but someone yeah. kind of jokingly said, "Hey, good job, Coach." He's like, "I didn't do it," and they they showed pictures of it that's actually funny. being dropped off in the truck. That that's good. It that's good. That's great, uh, dude. And this is the time of year too when someone on Facebook who's never seen it before posts a picture that says, "Oh, this is mo- so great," and it's one of the walkout walkthrough banners that says, "Tell your girlfriends you'll be you'll be free next Friday." Yeah, which is a great banner, but everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, when did they start doing this?" Right, it's been used like ten years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a great time of the year. There's a maybe the most wonderful. I don't know. There is a school. Oh, it's like Freleberg, and they Who forgot. Could forget? You, they forgot the L in there the, in the school banner. They have the school banner. They had forgotten the L on the stadium printout. You know, they hang the banner mm-hmm. over the visitor yep. stands. And so it was missing that L in the middle. It was just a typo. And, and they were like, we, well, we, so let's put the banner up. Yeah. They put the banner up, and an opposing team walked in with a big runout that was, we're here to give you your L. We're here to give you the L you're missing. Bang. Beautiful. Ooh. Bang. That's beautiful. <laughs> Bang. Huge. Massive. Hey, do you know why they, uh, they spell canceled in the UK with only one L? I don't and know. two L's here in the. I thought it was one US. L here. I use one L. Sorry, that's the flip. Yes, why one year in the U.S., two in the U.K. <laughs> why is that? Because we gave him that other L in seventeen seventy six. Watch out! Watch out! Oh, oh, oh. oh boy, 
I'm bringing the energy today. I am there bringing it the energy is. today. There it is. It would have um, been so sick, too, if I got it right the first time. I also use Gray, G-R-E-Y. I'm a big Whoa. G-R-E-Y guy. Wow. I'm a big G-R-E-Y guy. If you had a kid named Peyton, how would you spell it? Um, depends on boy or girl. Like with Walter an e or Manning. Like, like everybody who's not a girl. Girl list. is P-A-Y. Mm-hmm. Girl is P-A-Y. Guy is P-E-Y. I think I've seen... Mm, okay. No. I think really? I have, I think I've seen... I think I've seen P-A-Y on a guy. Oh! Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. The... I've seen worse, man. Hip us by... <laughs> I mean, Cameron Diaz spells Cameron like a guy. I... Uh, Cameron's it's a girl's a, it's name. It's different. No, it's so. well. No, it's not. Cameron's a girl's name. It's not. When people said, "Oh, I've met girls named Drake." Drake Toll and Cam- no, you haven't. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Oh, which actually, one of the texters into this show because I was going to use the next example of Aaron, the Your only girlfriend other Grace, in the studio, which is a girl. One name. of the texters in the studio or into the show, yeah. a frequent texter into the show, thinks that like Aaron's name and the name Aaron are like the same name. Aaron and Aaron. Yes. You say I'm the same. Well, no, you don't. Yeah, you do. A- Aaron. Aaron. And Aaron. Aaron Andrews. Aaron and Aaron. Aaron Sexton. Aaron it's a and subtle Aaron. difference. Aaron there is a difference. Yeah. It's a difference. Aaron Andrews. Yes. Aaron Sexton. Aaron Andrews. They are said Aaron. Aaron Andrews. Aaron Sexton. They're said the exact same. But you just said not. them differently. A- a- yes, you <laughs> literally just did, did. Like you did. What? Yes. Aaron, like, almost like E H R I N. Is this like that dress Aaron. on on the internet a couple of years ago? What color it is? That was great. Two five four six Who six could two. That? Well, that would have been a great radio segment, by the way. Aaron or Aaron? Aaron. Um, how does Matt Mosley say it? Does Matt Mosley say the fem- a feminine Aaron when he says when he calls to you when he Aaron, beckons? Uh, Andrew. I think it fluctuates a little bit. Wow. Sometimes he keeps the, on your toes. Sometimes the effeminate. <laughs> Uh, I was that Peppa song, Catamaran, Cancun, Junior Year, Spring Break. Uh, wow, you were very message. cool. And you were very cool. The bet I saw. Oh, I'm, you had friends. I'm picking s- up some sarcasm. You travel <laughs> so sunburnt there with the fraternity brothers of ATO. Much cooler than Fiji. Stop. 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 <laughs> that's Aaron. That's just. Tell them that's not They've true. Never, they were never kicked off campus. Yeah, of course. Uh, who's the Who's the guy that does the the news at night? Muir, right? John Muir. David Muir. David Boston Muir. Guy. David Muir. One of his producers reached out that same day. I'm sunburnt, salt in my hair, and wanted me to come on do a Zoom call with NBC Nightly, which is, would have been the coolest thing ever. Brittany Griner had just oh, gotten oh, arrested oh, yeah, in Russia. Yeah, you did start with that, yeah. and they wanted a bait. Which why? I'm not really sure. Brittany Griner hasn't played for Baylor in ten years. But, okay. So I said yes originally, but then I was going to be on the catamaran, would have had to do it from the bathroom. That would have gone very poorly. Uh, me, sunburnt with a barstool shirt on, just... International waters. Right. Like, like seven cervezas deep. I just think they shouldn't... Oh, Someone's have banging on the door because yeah. they got to pee. You're like, shut up, shut up! Music on the outside. Just do it over the boat. So instead... So instead, I had Noah Tor go on NBC Nightly. Not me, by the way. You did know me at this time. And you were not you a Baylor went, student. You went Noah Tor. Baylor student. I could, I could have absolutely passed off as a Baylor student. Wouldn't have shown can. the bald spot. I was, I've been told by <laughs> so worked. many people. They're like, who's, who's that high schooler you do games with? Oh, you mean Cameron? He's 27. I think they, I, well, I think people, especially around China Springs, think I'm height? still in college because yeah, they do. I'm calling high school football games and. Like would be on the podcast for free. There's no, inter- the, there's no intermediate. Thought, there's no way that he's like an adult working a job. And there's no intermediate because 
which I understand. If you're a 40 year old doing high school football, oh, you had a kid who went there, you went there, you have yeah. a, a very deep connection. If you're a 20 year old, oh, you're a college kid, it's your college job, sweet. If you're 26 doing a high school football yeah. game, I don't really know what we do with that. I, Which is, I know what you do with that. You. I mean, we just did it for two years. We did, and we're doing it again next week well. for Oglesby and Benjamin. So the two five four six six two sixteen sixty. The story here: our friend across the room has done one one game at Arlington. Yes, it was China Springs twenty one nothing comeback against Bernie. Yep. So he refuses to do. I, I'm on the call next week for Oglesby and Benjamin six man. It'd be the coolest thing ever to do a six man football I mean, this is, game this from is one, This is one way of putting it. It would be the coolest thing ever. That is a bucket list deal. I called a six man state championship at a radio booth at Jerry's World. It's nothing against Oglesby. To me, that's not a bucket list. I've already called a state championship there. But that's, you that's haven't not the reason a why. Six man but... football game or a state championship oh, at the six man no. level. <laughs> oh no! Will God even let me into heaven? It's a, it's a great. It's a great. Two truths and a no, lie. No, it's, it's great, man. I love six-man football. Oglesby has one wagon of a team. I think they're going to yeah, win it all. They're not. Well, they, I think I they're, they they're going to win it all. I hope they do. They're, they're, I've already predicted it. Cards are stacked against them. Benjamin's number one <laughs> in the country. I've already predicted it. Number one in the country. Well, there's only so many that play six-man football. True. Of the 45 teams in the nation, they yeah. are number one. Um, I just don't. I, it's, it is an epic opportunity. I don't know a lot about six-man. I've had to study it a ton. You are the six-man connoisseur and expert. I've seen a lot more six-man than you. That's that's true. And you're you're refusing to call the game next week. Do you have a legitimate reason to not call this game? Yes. And that would be? That I have a, a full-time job during the day that they graciously let me leave do this show, and I would have to take an entire day off to do it. See, I'm just not buying. for all the things. I'm just not buying. Yeah, I know. Uh, that doesn't register in my I brain very well. What, is there something that I can do? Is there a monetary value? If I'm auctioning off... Dinner with Cameron Stewart. What's the cost here? And by dinner, I mean two what I would next pay for Wednesday. dinner, or what what would get me in the door there. I don't think we mentioned on the show. Somebody at China Spring had a very gracious donation. We uh, have for some not reason talked yeah. about that event at all, and it was a spectacular evening. Yeah, for some of us, it was great. One person in particular didn't great. enjoy their evening. But we, we auctioned off a dinner with us, you and I, at yep. Hotel 1928, which is great, by the way. Have you have you eaten there yet? I've not I been know you've yet. Been, okay. This was, a ch- this was okay. an event for China Spring ed- to raise money for their education foundation. The event raised, I was told, seventy plus thousand dollars for scholarships for students, for classroom Gosh, grants. They're going to get some education, man. I mean, they're going to be so educated. It's it's stupid. So I I there was a raffle there too for a gun. I put in for the handgun. I won. But as the guy who was emceeing it, as the person who was announcing the winners, I felt obligated to donate it back. You know, I've always said you're too classy. I, I've always said that. Would you have done? You would have done the same, right? You have. To. Yes, mainly because I don't know how to shoot a gun, really. But <laughs> Which also, yeah, I don't want to handy. avoid that controversy. Could have come in handy a few weeks ago, and then yeah, we, sure. A, another one of the auction learn, items, I guess. Another one of the auction items was dinner with us. Well, we're going to buy dinner for a sweet family at Hotel 1928. And the live auction price with the bidding started at $500. Crazy. It was a very good, we were very honored. I haven't felt that good in a long time. And there was a war going on. There, there was. was a bidding war going on for this. I'll say it started quiet. The first couple. To the point where the other guy who, the, who did not win the, win the bidding 
his wife was like forcing his hand down because it was too much money. Yeah. That's how that's how popular we are there. I guess. I felt honored. I know you felt honored. But there was the totally the honored. first about six seconds. I don't want to no let these one, people down. When no one bid at the five hundred dollar level, I thought, yes, why would you? You know, like but for education, <laughs> great cause. And dinner with us. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Guess highest how much bidder, it went for. <laughs> highest bidder gets dinner with if you can guess. Uh, you get dinner with Drake and Cameron, which good luck surviving that. Uh, <clears throat> where were we? I don't remember. Great. We're talking Oglesby. Can you do, is there anything I can do for the Oglesby game, please? I mean, put a slick 1K in my bank account. That's it. That's there. all, that's all I can do is pay you. I mean, yeah, most things all you can do is pay me. I'll say one. And it's, I mean, it's. I, I like calling football games. I like calling football games with you, Drake. It's not what you I said. I really do. Off the air. I really do. You said, I'm burnt out. I'm but, done. Blah. But I am, well, I am burnt out, like, so hard of doing football games, man. The thought of tomorrow being a Friday night where I, I know. don't have Prime to and will, not, over there, buddy. and will not what have you been do doing? anything. Oh, you've been building, uh, you've been building stat <laughs> sheets? You've been, building, you've been doing research? I'm not saying you don't work hard. I bet you You're a little younger than me. The you drink bang, four bang energies a day. And it works. 70 hours a week for me is a lot different from 70 hours a week for you. The hours of preparation that go into... And I, I, you sit down in the booth and I hand you stack after stack after stack of information about yes. these teams. And you're this is burnt not, out. This is not like a comparison. All game. the hard work and research that you do. What is yes. your What does your pregame look like? For a high school five football, jobs high school during football the football game. season, right? Yes. Oh, and I'm not. Huh? I know. I'm, I just said that. <laughs> you're younger than me. You drink these bang energy drinks all day. You can do one of those two. One of those two. You things. didn't have a rescue dog in your house the <laughs> whole freaking season. And that rescue dog's name is Big Man. Big Man. Still there. Big Man. The dog. Yep. Yeah. Bigman, if you will. <laughs> so you won last ride. One final ride, Oglesby Tigers. If ben- it wasn't a Wednesday at 2 o'clock, I could probably make it work. Benjamin but that's Mustangs. what six-man is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You want me to call Mallory Hartley? And ha- <laughs> what was that? What was that, Aaron? I thought it hit better the first time. That sounds just like you. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's what I'm all right, we're, we'll workshop it. That's I, one compliment I can give you of the few. You don't you don't bow down to pressure. You're tough to convince. I try not to. You're pretty good at putting your foot down. You're pretty good at putting your foot down. Like Cameron, you want to get drinks tonight? No. <laughs> well, yeah. When <laughs> you, I know when, at when, that point. When, when you text me at ten o'clock on a weeknight, there's nothing again. I this can is do. another big difference. Ten o'clock for you is a lot different than ten o'clock for me. I'm in the jammies and I'm bed in bed. It's like, you want to go out? And it's like, it's not that I don't like beer. I just don't like social situations, first off. <laughs> well, there won't, there won't I don't, be too many I don't, folks. I don't like leaving the house once I've gone into it. At our Oglesby <laughs> game next Wednesday at 2 p.m. You that's more than just me being old. That's, that's me being situations. the way I am. Yeah. Uh, do you trust Dave Aranda? Would you let Dave Aranda babysit your kid? Would you let him? He was, you, my kid was just crying. Did you just hear that? Would you trust Dave Aranda with your house's lid? This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State, Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off, December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas.
At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good Good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamond and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know, pump it up. 
Bruno. Pump it up. You got to pump it up. I was you, gonna, you have to do it. I was going to wait for the chorus. To. Aaron, can you bump it up a little bit there? Is there a chorus? I think it's just wait, this. Wait, wait. That's it is, the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about the first verse is the progression of the song. Yeah, I like the story it tells. It establishes, don't you know, pump it up. And then it's a command. Have to do it. Like this You've is the, got this must to pump it up. Must be done. <laughs> don't you? And then, in case it wasn't, you know, clear, it's a reiteration. Got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. Is that is that all it says? I think the whole song. I think it's all it says. The whole uh, song. probably. <laughs> I like, think so. A lot like Macarena. I didn't listen to the whole thing. thing. A lot like Macarena. Or uh, what's that? Da- what's the Daft Punk one? Mm, Around the world is that? Is that the I one? No. Hands up in the air. Get your hands up in the air. That one. Your hands up that in the does, air, yeah. get your hands up. I, th- I believe Macarena was a good one. That is also yeah. all that song says. Cut, I don't think Cotton Eye Joe has a verse either. No, um, that's that's what makes tub thumping much better than all these gimmicky songs. And for some reason, they have a story. Cupid Shuffle has, I think it has verses. Really? You're like, you're just waiting on it to get the Cupid Shuffle part. I came here for one thing. There are some of those where you like, like, uh, Tub thumping, where you just hear the chorus and you don't know that there's a story there, or even some people who just hear rappers delight. All they hear is the hip, the hop, hey, the hippie, hey, even hey, though it's got hey, a great hey, song, like a great song. Hey, fly guy, you go to your friend's house. Oh, it's so good. The food's not good. You oh, I mean, it. who hasn't wanted to just sing about that? Yep. Going to your friend's house and their mom's cooking sucks. It's the perfect first rap song because they're still trying oh, to figure so it out. Great, what man. can we and can we not talk about rap? They always tell, like, say, you know, the first time you. You whatever you make a presentation, it's not going to be good. You know, the first sermon you give is, is going to be your worst. But, you again with the religion? That's not the case with with hip hop, man. Yeah. They it's not the best song ever, but they hit it pretty good on on try number one. And that's why one hit one. You know, REM's from Georgia. Yes, great band, man. I know you're not a big REM guy. No, why? I don't like them. I I just I'm not a fan of their super music. underrated. I, I mean, I they haven't they had hits in a while. Like but Night they Swimming, were great in the oh. '80s and '90s. I mean, Night My Religion is so a good, good song. I bigger you and you. They're probably uh, before I, their time. I'll give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt here. I hate hate the song "Shiny Happy People." Yeah, that is so a terrible they. song. It is, but so do they. So yeah, does I was about to say yeah, <laughs> Michael Stipe does so, too. Yeah, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. If you had a kid. With your house's lid. Yep. Vitamivas. That that would be its name, yeah. Would you let Dave Miranda babysit your kids? Oof. Ooh, that's a good question. You're gonna come back and your six month year old your six month year old He's gonna be in the hospital, but Dave is gonna tell me <laughs> I'm gonna be so livid at Dave and be yelling at him and he's gonna be like, you know what, Cam, that's uh I appreciate that. You're right. You're right, and what I need to do is get better at this, this, and this. <laughs> Either the kid ends up in the hospital or the inverse. You come back and your six-month-old is sprinting and can speak fluently. Hmm. Which is... So if I had the kid in 2021, he'd be the latter. 30 minutes with Dave Aranda. Yeah, I'm just saying his his style, he would educate that child. I can only imagine what Dave Aranda's doing. Yeah, but, but the kid would be also very impressionable, I imagine, if he's still being babysat. Or she... And at six months, I, I think they're gonna. Oh, you, you, you're hard. That's a hard. I'm saying this hard is deadline. Six, six, month, six yeah, month old. Yeah, okay. This is your six month old, Dave Aranda. Well, yeah, I, I'm worried they might parrot Dave Aranda a little bit when I tell them to do something, mm-hmm. and they just get philosophical mm-hmm. and very thoughtful about it. 
Because I love people say, being thoughtful and having their own thoughts, but not till they're like eighteen. You'll say, "Do the dishes," and then your child will say, "What are the dishes?" And 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 like you learn that and drop from, an old yeah, school like, quote on you. Yeah, you where, learned that where, from the day, didn't you? Where, where can we meet in the middle here? Because like the dishes over here uh, is is one thing, but then and there's another. the dishes that are already there, it's 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 another thing, and it, it's all about us, Dad, meeting <laughs> and where that meeting point is. And uh, and I'm just like, shut up, the shut entire, up, and do the, the entire media room nods. Yeah, and you're just like, huh? Yeah, he's and right. I, so I don't know. I, I I think they're too impressionable, even yeah. if they can't speak yet, even if they can't walk yet. I, I it's it a dangerous game, man. Dave was quoting Berenstein Bears when his kids were fourteen. At the time, he was quoting Berenstein Bears. I think his youngest was like thirteen or fourteen. Because it was, I mean, not to get too much in the famous situation. I think the youngest is the boy who was. Yeah, like 12 or 13 at the Sugar Bowl. So maybe that's, we're still some Berenstein Bears territory but, there. But he also, like Aaron said, will also quote old school. Yeah. Which is great. Or I, uh, him and Mosley were dying laughing about that. What, what movie was it? Talladega Nights? I think it was old school. I think it was that Oh, one. it was old where school. It, 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 that, it, so it good. Your taste when it hits your lips. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. Mosley was talking about alcohol, which was just a weird, uh, Dave, reminds me of a Will Ferrell movie. That was an awesome, that was a great moment. And Dave thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard in his life. Mosley's a big wine connoisseur. Is he really? Well, I only know that because of that first show you and I did at the Baylor Club. Remember that? Yeah. Mosley comes in after the show. We're eating lunch. He comes in. The first, the first thing he says to us, like, gentlemen, you know, starts talking. <laughs> yeah. like, but then he's looking, just peering over at these people at the table at the end of the bar. Oh. And he goes, oh, that's... Uh, Sangria he lowers his sunglasses. And Drake's just like, what? What are you it's talking about? Very <laughs> obviously in a champagne glass and bubbling <laughs> and perfectly clear. Moses I don't know. Like, I, I don't remember what, what it actually was, but maybe I just remember him saying that. Some kind of he always says this, some kind of rose. First thing Matt yes. said to us. Yes. Matt, maybe it's uh that is very clear. Very clearly champagne bubbling in that glass. I think really? that's uh Rubinoff. Huh. I don't remember. What's the next thing he said to us? Don't remember. Don't remember. Where'd you fellas get to remember him kind of focusing? Was that it? Because that wouldn't surprise I think it me was. at all. Matt <laughs> always walks to the Baylor Club is ready for all. the food. Ready for the at food. At all. We got some good food there, man. Um, Not so the I, least of which being those cookies. Whew. I anyway. Did, I did see a tweet today. I did know someone, before we close the book on this, right. I did know someone who did babysit Dave Aranda's kids in Baton Rouge. In Baton Rouge? Yeah. Nonetheless. Yes. No less. Yes. This person went to Baylor. Oh, works with me now, and used to live in Baton Rouge. And so, wow. Uh, I don't know how she got this hookup, but so Dave Aranda babysit Dave Aranda's kids. At the press conference. I'm coming. I'm bringing my bags. And they're Louie, and it's just well, you know, baby, it's his babysitter. People, yeah, people will bring their staffs. Obviously, when they move as the head coach, but you know, the baseball players or football players will bring their barber out if they get traded or something like that. Yeah, maybe a plug. Uh, but Dave Aranda Whoa. brought his babysitter. Yes, he did. So Plus then we've established job. Dave Aranda would be a good babysitter. I saw a tweet where somebody said they're confident. They believe in Dave Aranda It might Aranda be a good again. babysitter. I don't know if I'm allowing it. But Do you do you believe in Dave Aranda again? Because remember, we talked about how three guys, only three guys left the portal, two of them your best players. Yep. Uh, you got some good players coming back. You have some bad players coming back. Guys, you probably it, yeah. Left it, up. It's not a good ratio right now, actually. Um, the I, practice I situation is still pretty bad. The uh, the idea that you have to have some sort of very strict moral compass to be a bear 
is also, Mac already alluded to that, holding them back a bit mm-hmm. uh, because of how strict it was. What has, Which I don't think changes, do, by do the think way. I mean, Davis wired like that. Is it time? Is it time that does this? Ten days after Dave is retained yes. and the dust yes. settles, you think, all right, fine. Ten days of not losing a football game. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do that, it that's, to you. that's what it does. And do I think they'll be better? Yes. But we kind of talked about this in the last segment of their schedule and everything. Like, they're not going to be a very good team. No, they'll probably go three and nine or four and eight. Four and eight, five and seven. Like, and unless four. something drastic changes here. Can we play the game again, please? I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Let's, do I'm sorry. let's do it. Let's do it. Tarleton State. Win. Cautiously optimistic. Air Force. <laughs> One of the best teams in the group of five this year. Yeah, they did. They scuffled at the end, Almost didn't they? But still pretty good. A... Um, they'll win the Commander-in-Chief comfortably. Uh, let's, let's just... Let's go with yes in my bone. optimistic sense. Toss him a bone, buddy. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna do that. On the road against Utah? Loss. Yeah, that's probably a, yeah. Probably a loss. BYU at home. Ooh, BYU was also not good this year, but they gave they some did good fights. Man. Two more won, games. Yes, than they won five games, and they probably should have beaten Oklahoma State at the end for a team that was playing in the, for the chance at the conference title. I'm going to put that as a loss right now. Yep, especially right, the way they right play now, at home for sure. Right now, yeah. for sure. Yeah, T- TCU at home. They never beat TCU. No, they That's a loss. That's a loss. Oklahoma State at home, the team that just played for Big Twelve. Uh, but potentially no Ollie Gordon and no Gunner Gundy? Yes, Ollie Gordon. As of right now, he's back. That's a loss. Yeah. Yeah, Ollie Gordon uh, will rip you to Kansas shred. at home, the best uh, offense in the Big 12. Against, that's finally going to end the win streak. Against a bottom 110 defense. Jeff Grimes is going to be cooking. Oh, yeah. Bayhawks oh, yeah. victory. Colorado on the road. I'll do a win here. Oh, my gosh. I'll do a win here. Houston on the road. <laughs> Willie Fritz. Yeah, that, I mean that's the biggest toss-up right now, right? In terms of yeah, actual talent. Uh, I like Willie Fritz though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a Houston victory. Yeah, between Colorado and Houston, you probably lose one. We, of I, yes, I say you win one, lose one. Yeah, at Iowa State, probably a loss. At Texas Tech, probably a loss. At West Virginia, probably a loss. Three and nine, it is. Say, sir. How did you like your three and nine? It was okay. May I have another, please? Would you like a second serving? Well, yes. Yeah, I mean, if I take a general view of this schedule, I probably put another win maybe, but I, I just, like we say, when we go through it, which is the better way to do it, I don't know where it comes from yet. Right. How did you like your three and nine? I also don't know who the quarterback's going to be either. Uh, you have a good idea. It's probably Sawyer Robertson, but. I felt like my three and nine was a little burned. Have <laughs> they fired the chef yet? No, sir. And, and the I chef usually, has been retained. you know, I, I come here a lot. I like my three and nine meal, but today it was just a little overcooked. Can I, I, I trust your chef in there. Can I just get another three and nine and see how that tastes? Yeah, I fine. Three and nine still on the menu. If you pay a little bit more and maybe yeah. invite another guest who plays quarterback, we can yeah. give you five and seven. We're gonna give you a nicer waitress to give you this three uh, and nine. We're gonna bring in Jake Spav at all, but you can keep the same babysitter. I know we work at the diner, dive in truck stop. In Laurel, Mississippi, but we just hired a new waitress from Orange County, California. <laughs> You're gonna love it. Uh, she actually used to work in Laurel and pissed everybody off. They hated her. <laughs> she wouldn't serve the locals. <laughs> she only served tourists. 
Oh, baby. Uh, yeah. How, uh, it's scary how good that analogy is. I think time scary. I think time is what's done it. People yeah, are like, you know what? And, and like I like the Spavadol hire too, I like mainly Dave because he can adapt, and that's one of the reasons I love him is because he could get a pile of crap in front of him and make it into like a tastier pile of crap. But what really is you know? a pile of crap? Because there's a thing, and when there's another Wait, outside uh, thing that's coming in, coming up, is, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. a pile, I mean, it's like, you know, so much of college football, it's, it's about piles of crap now, and, 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 and I think with the support that I get here at Baylor, I can, you know, not make it like that. Uh, coming up, the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl. Per Matt Mosley, this is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Cullen and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women offer finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive, exit Waco. Don't go through another year with an awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. My culture is not a costume. <laughs> Very similar to the songs that just repeat the same line. This song is mostly just that riff. Yeah, th- yeah. I mean, there's a little bit more, but yelling about it's he not lost that. His leg yeah, it's not that. A lot of screaming. I got, by the way, posted that Richard Reese story from Locked On Baylor on Facebook. Hold on, what Richard Reese five story? about him recommitting? Yeah, okay. a couple days ago. Yeah, got 576 likes on Facebook, 316 oh, wow. v- views on YouTube, where it was Whoa, linked to. Whoa, what? Yeah. That sucks. Man, I'm sorry. That sucks. I don't know if you've seen Locked On Big 12 here recently. No, I can't look at it much anymore. I get jealous. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Matt Mosley once picked the Baylor Bears to win the national championship in football this year. Didn't he? He said, he said I think he said 15-0. I think he said that, yeah. I remember that. He has gone on to say the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl going away. Run away with it. What do you think? Look, I... Based off Mosley's track record, it's it's tough to disagree with him. Not sure if the Cowboys they call win. him R.A. Mosley, right again. Win another game. Uh, will Dak Prescott win the win the MVP? That seems to be the big conversation, right? Because everybody talks about how. Yeah, and honestly, I think it's a weak MVP okay. race, but it's still okay. the MVP. Okay, we did this. We did this. We yeah. had the Brock Purdy system quarterback conversation. It was like our second we week did. on the air, yep. and our whole thing was. You know, it was the first time that we had talked about it, and we're, we're supposed to blow hot air up your skirt a little bit sometimes to make the Cowboys sound good. At least we wanted to in our first couple of weeks, build rapport. I mean, this and, is as good as the Cowboys have been all year. And we said that Brock Purdy was a system quarterback. I think we've learned that's not the case. The kid, uh, the guy's good at quarterback. The guy's good. Yeah, you can be a system good, quarterback and be a good quarterback. Good at quarterback. Now, will he win MVP over our very own Dak Prescott. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. Even though I think Dak is, 
I mean, better numbers, I think. Yeah. Where, where it matters. And I think he's been more, I think, if we look at the value, MVP, Dak Prescott is more valuable to his team. Mm. As we've seen in the last couple of years with similar personnel on this 49ers team, they went to a Super Bowl with not Brock Purdy at quarterback. Yep. In fact, guy who's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes. So I think if you're if we're talking value, my vote goes to Dak Prescott. It does. Who I've been critical of this year, but Cowboys are playing again, playing as well as they have in two years right now. Like they're humming along to the point where they could beat Philadelphia this week, Drake. What? Yeah. Home I know. Game. That's not I, a hot take and, amongst Cowboys fans. I don't think it's a you could beat Philadelphia. To me, it's a you must. You're go you're going to have to beat Philadelphia this week. For the if division, you want, you're saying? You if you want a chance to win the division. division. Yeah, well, sure. I, I kind of wrote still, that one off. You've but yeah. still got a shot at the NFC. You're 6-0 at home. You've had a ton of success at home recently. Mm-hmm. You're going, you, you've got an edge to win this game against a Philly team that did not look good against San Francisco in that no. second half. They this did is not, the time to get them. They did not look, and they're banged up. Philly's yep. really banged yep. up. If you cannot beat them now, to me, this game proves the Dallas Cowboys can't win the Super Bowl. No, I mean, that's... That's fair. And, and I just happen way, to think they won't, but when they we, won't win the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter to me about the result this week in that sense. We talk a lot of what can you gain from this? Can can you truly win this week? And in my eyes still, I, I don't think it's yes. I didn't learn after the game against Seattle, the Cowboys are Super Bowl caliber. I didn't look at that game and think, that, what I loved, what, what did encourage me is it wasn't the defense that did it. The defense didn't have to bail the offense out. Right. The offense was good enough when the defense was not elite that the Cowboys can still win. That's huge. That, that impressed me. Huge. Like, I know that's not the best way to go about it. You want to you want to win, and obviously defense wins championships. You want your defense to show up like they do every week. But when they don't, yeah. Dak Prescott and his group of of raggedy old Cowboys made it work. And now, and it was and it was not a spotless game, which the Cowboys the last couple years have needed spotless games to beat good teams. Two five four six. And they didn't have one, and they beat a good team. Sixteen sixty CMC Auto Group phone line calls coming in. When you think about a win against the Eagles, mm-hmm. I get tingly inside. Does that give you a oh now this team? Could, I, I just don't think if they beat the Eagles again two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If they beat the Eagles, I can't again confidently say they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're Super Bowl caliber even because mm-hmm. it's a home game against a banged up Eagles team. I don't know if I can give you the complete benefit of the doubt with that. I don't know. If they beat the Eagles this week, I would have confidence in them to be in, at least an NFC championship team. That doesn't mean they're going to get there, but it, it would impress me enough because I know they're not, the Eagles are not at 100%, but they're still probably the best team in the NFC, 1-1A one with them in San Francisco, even though San Francisco just beat them, right? Best teams on paper for sure. And the Cowboys got them at a time they needed to beat them, and they and they would have taken care of business in this scenario if they beat the Eagles, which they haven't been able to do in the in the past couple of years either. Even when teams have been beaten up, a CMC Auto Group phone line, Tony. What's hey. going on, man? That's much how we do it, gentlemen. The third co-host, of the Drake Toll Show. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, Aaron's the third co-host. Make it four. That's what most did you see. Did you watch NBA Countdown last night? They have five people. That's, at that desk. They got a lot going on, and there, it's man. a small little desk too. Uh, Tony, welcome back to the Drake Toll Show. Good to have you every day. Not every day. I've, I've been absentee the last couple of days. Uh, welcome back. Live and let live. <laughs> yes, 
Thank you, Kelly. You guys. Um, so, sorry, I missed part of the conversation while calling in, obviously, because I was on my phone, so when I call it, I lose YouTube feed. But um, same same place I was last week when we spoke about it. Um, yes, the Philly, the Bills game, and the Miami game, and even really, I guess, um, by extent, the Detroit game, will tell me everything I need to know about this yes. team. Yep. Um, but quite frankly, um, yes, the division, technically speaking, mathematically, is still in the air. But unfortunately, I've already done the math using the playoff machine. Um, and no scenario outside of the Eagles losing to another division team do the Cowboys win the division if they wind up tied. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah then it involves the conference schedule. And then, of course, that, that, that Arizona loss looms large. And then if, if they end up losing to Seattle, that being the Eagles lose Seattle or even Arizona, then it falls to strength of schedule, which is still going to benefit the Eagles. Yeah because of the Bills and the other games that they have. And I mean, won. hey, the Eagles do have to play the Giants twice. <laughs> you don't believe in people that forget. rivalry. I mean, throw out the records. Yes, you you, you, you normally, normally say that, but the Giants are one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. It's just, so, I know, but they suck at losing, Tony. They beat the Patriots. They do. They do. They do. <laughs> They're not even they, doing the losing they, thing right. They, they, you're, okay, you're right. Technically speaking, though, they did take the Washington to take the Eagles to overtime. I yeah. think one of the two times that they played. Yep. So any given Sunday, I get it. And yes, yeah, be I don't awesome. think they're going to be. The thing Eagles. is, is I think the 49ers play. I think Seattle this week, and then I think Arizona, and then I think it's um, Ravens are in there. So there is some losable games in there, yeah. but I still don't think that 49ers are going to lose another game, which has to happen for the Cowboys to obviously then win for sure. the conference. Um, yeah, by the way, Tony, by the way, 49ers have Seattle at home this week and then at Arizona, home to the Ravens, at Washington, home to the Rams. So wouldn't be surprised at all to see an undefeated finish there. Yeah, maybe, maybe the Ravens will give them the, the, the best shot. But like I said, this is all assuming that the Cowboys also, like I said, beat the Eagles, which yeah. I think they will, but they go to Buffalo when it's supposed to be like 34, 32 degrees on that Sunday. That warm, like huh? No thorns. Yes. And then, of course, Miami, which is going to be a freaking track meet. Yeah. And then Detroit, which is going to run it down their throats. That's my biggest fear. And then you end the season with Washington, which, once again, divisional game, anything can happen. Um, it would not be the first time that Washington has either knocked the Cowboys out of a playoff spot altogether yeah. or prevented them from winning the division. Um, so, great I, I there's there's so many things that had to go right for the cowboys to even win the division much less the conference yeah and i i love the cowboys they're playing the great football like you said cam the, the best football in a couple of years at this point right now but they didn't have to go on the road and win three playoff games against probably the eagles and then san francisco on back-to-back weeks after they blow out whoever they blow out out of the south um yeah. and New Orleans. i'm just i i'm not convinced that the cowboys can can do it now I'm with you there tony uh tony if you had to say it today if you had to book super bowl tickets today for the cowboys you in or you out i'm, I'm, I'm out totally out he's out he's out tony thanks for calling thanks guys have a great day yeah the, the, this is the litmus test everything that has happened to this point in the cowboys season has not shown me enough especially mm-hmm. with the strength of schedule being as poor as it is to dictate whether or not this team can compete in the postseason, much less win the Super Bowl, compete on the road in the postseason. So let me throw this scenario out at you. We think there's a chance they beat the Eagles this week. I think there's a good chance. I think they will beat the Eagles this week. But let's say they beat them 34-10. to 
does that change your mind at all to convincingly beat them? Yeah. That's tough. I, of course, I, when the Cowboys do that, when they score 34 points, it's usually like one offensive touchdown. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brandon Aubrey kicks five field goals. The defense and scores Deron twice. Deron Bland scores twice. Yeah. Yeah. To me, because it it's, it's a gauntlet of a schedule through December here. Yeah. For the Cowboys. I mean, we've already talked about it, but the Eagles, then at Buffalo and at Miami back-to-back weeks before right. playing the Lions at home. Right. That at Miami, that that's oof. even if you Christmas split Eve, this, if you if, the heat and humidity of Miami, the way they run, oh, that's that's a tough ask. If you go two and two here, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go two and two here, I'm thinking okay. At even least if it's just, even if it's just your two home games, but that's that that is the thing. I, I'm gonna need you to win certainly at Buffalo, who's reeling right now. Yeah. And then on the road at Miami, that's tough. But a the staunch dichotomy of weather between 30 degree Buffalo and Sunny in 75 Miami, you go in there and you get a win and you prove, hey, this defense isn't, this defense is made to beat up some of the best offenses in the NFL. The best offense mm-hmm. in the NFL being Miami's right now. Right. So if you can go do that, then I, I start to believe, but again, I just, I'm with Tony here. I, I picture going to Philadelphia in the postseason, going to San right. Francisco in the postseason, right. and that's just not going to work out very well. Yeah, that's the problem. Man. You look at the roster, you look at the stats. You look at how they play, have played the last couple of weeks and possibly on Sunday, and you think, yeah, that's a team that can get there. Yeah. But then you look at what the road is. Emphasis on road. Because it, it will likely lead to a divisional round matchup in Philadelphia. Yeah. Or whatever that is. And that's just, that's, you can't see them winning that game. I just can't. And I would be right again. Right. I, if I had to put money Not on Not this it, week, yeah, but. Probably don't put money in the past. on that one. Just what do you what what more is there? You know there can't they, be. A, oh man, if they were in the AFC though, there can't be a. Oh, you're you're one more. You're one year away with this roster. Oh, you're one year away. You can't. What, yeah, what's that, that's the that's the frustrating part. That's you what know, I've been saying it, this season. It's, the coach is it is it, it doesn't feel like personnel at this point. You could add a couple new offensive pieces, but the offense was really solid against a sure. Good I think Seattle you have team. a roster that that should be a Super Bowl roster. I I would yeah, say that. I don't know yeah. if Jerry's and insane, so what do you so what that, do you do right. like. To that point, you know, you're and Dan you got Quinn a salary cap, so guys issue. go every year. I mean, your quarterback is having a great season, but he's another year older, and you got to think about that contingency plan at some point here in the next yeah. couple of years. So it's that that's kind of where I've been almost sympathetic to Jerry the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, if you, what, what, what more do you do? I mean, to me, that becomes then a coaching issue, and you need to get a new yeah. head coach, which I've been on from the beginning. But when you play this well during the season, yeah. it's tough to justify it. Now, this is a guy who also fired Jimmy Johnson after winning the Super Bowl. So uh, it's not as much a a problem for him, I think, as some other owners in the league. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't know what, else, what other avenue you go to. And, and you probably have one more year, I'd say, in a true championship window that the Cowboys have been in for two seasons yeah. now. Three se- This is the third season. And if you fire Mike McCoy, my thing is a, a Mike McDaniels mm. in this, in Dallas instead of Mike McCarthy, with Dan Quinn in the exact same spot he's in, that's a machine. It's great. That's a machine. I don't know that you can, that you can lure him in, but no, that would be no great. Way. I don't think there's any way. And, and the problem with that too, Drake, is there's going to be, I don't know, eight or ten jobs this yeah. offseason. Yeah. Head coaching vacancies, at least six or eight. If, when you think about the amount of new quarterbacks or – Rookie quarterbacks, backups, third strings that are in games right now, that's usually a sign of, hey, at the end of the year, we're making a change. 
Yeah. It's usually a sign of we're scrapping it. We want to lose as many games as possible. We're making a change. But I mean, like L.A., New England, Chicago, Carolina's already done it. There, there's going to be, I know there's a lot of openings Vegas, every year. Very po- quite Vegas, Vegas. will be, we'll be looking New for York, a coach. Both New Yorks, maybe? Yeah, I think the Jets for sure, unfortunately. I think Sal is a good coach. I do but too. It's, it's just not, it's not working out, especially when you hit your wagon as Zach Wilson. Yeah. Who Oof. refuses to play now. What yeah. a mess. Boy, I, the Jets make a mess, don't they? Constantly. Even when it looks like it's this is the year. such a good defense. Never the year. And like they they did, and like in hindsight it sucks, but they got it right. They brought in Rodgers. Like, I don't know that they were going to be a Super Bowl team, but that should have worked. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor yep. Jets. Nah, I don't feel bad for the Jets. Anyway. <sighs> Coming up, let's go Baylor. Baylor. We talked a bit yesterday about the Holy Cross quarterback being a bear which is invigorating and exciting for all of us. Mm-hmm. The Holy Cross head coach currently in talks with How James How about that? Madison. Yes. He's going to take over the best G5 team in the country. I missed it. Kind of. I missed that Holy Cross was this good of a football program They're now. They're good. They're good. They're and no Wisconsin Whitewater in Division Three. Of course. When it's Formerly UMHB. Formerly UMHB. Yeah. Coming up, Formerly who's Baylor going after? in the transfer portal right now. Who do they need to get even outside of the quarterback position? This is the Drake Toll Show. Recently on the John Moore Show. Jim Haller, our guest. Well, first of all, it's hard to believe that I never coached a game in there and it's been open 36 years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I tell you, I've enjoyed that arena. It's brought a lot of great memories to Baylor fans. And as great as it's been, I am so excited about what the Foster Pavilion mean for the future of both of these programs. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Garrett Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Free diamonds at Diamore Fine Jewelers. Receive free half-carat, high-quality, lab-grown diamond studier rings with $6.99 or more purchase. Free while supplies last. Act fast. Offer available for a limited time only. Diamore Fine Jewelers. Adding extra sparkle to your holidays at 4541 West Waco Drive. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. 
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Event Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The variety at the show is extensive. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 to 4 at the Cadence Bank Event Center. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys back, throws it. Oh, look out. Picked up. It's Bland. Only heard here. here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back. Glenn Campbell from Texas. The great state of Arkansas. Uh, Glenn Campbell. I was close. Geographically, I was pretty close. Second most famous singer probably from Arkansas. The first being? Johnny. Johnny Cash. Kingsland, Arkansas. Glenn Campbell. One heck of a singer, though. The most famous football coach from Arkansas. I'll give you the town. Okay, give me the town. Prescott. Is it spelled like Prescott? Yeah. That's very cool. Prescott. Oh, I should know this. Or is it Fordyce? College or pros? It might be Fordyce. Or both. <clears throat> College or pros or both? Yeah. College. Is it... Uh-huh. Is it someone who actually coached at Arkansas? Uh, um, I can't give you that. Okay. I can't give you that. Frank Broyles. Fordyce. 
Um, no, it's not Frank Broyles. Don't it's, tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Way too low hanging. To don't say tell Frank me. Broyles. I should know this. Should know this. Great college coach from Arkansas. Oof. Was it in my lifetime? No. Okay. Jeez, dude. That, okay. I don't know why that was Just such a. Give me a great college coach. My. Uh oh, got it. Newt Rockney. Paul Bear Bryant. Or was he Voss Norway? Paul Bear Bryant. Good for Paul. Yep. From Fort Show us your Paul. Best NFL GM from the state of Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Jones. Would be Jerry Jones. Would be Jerry Jones. Who's the best player from Arkansas? Uh, Atwater. Probably Steve Atwater. Is Lance Allworth not from Arkansas? He's from Texas and went to Arkansas. Allworth is up there, I do believe. Oh, you're saying born and raised in Arkansas? Yeah. Peyton Hillis is a big one. Um, I think Allworth is from Texas, actually. Tyler Wilson was from the Fayetteville area and could have been great. Mallet. Mallet was a Texarkana, Texas guy. Yeah. Um, He he grew up in a city that is also in Arkansas. Oh, Oh, McFadden. McFadden. He's from Arkansas, though? Yep. McFadden's from Arkansas. Yep. In the Maumel area for Darren McFadden, close to Little Rock. Greatest uh, entrepreneur from the state of Arkansas. Hmm. I'll stick with Sam Walton. I think he's pretty good. Tyson of Mike Tyson. Uh, greatest president from Arkansas. Oh, bing, 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 bing. Envy him in many ways. There is, There has been a World Series game, I think just one, where both starting pitchers were from Arkansas. What a moment that must have been. JJ, I know, is one of the initials guys that played for the Yankees. Yes. Uh, wasn't Sabathia. Nope. Wasn't R.A. Not Sabathia, no. Uh, who is it? A.J. Burnett. A.J. Burnett. Versus Texas Ranger great Cliff Lee. Yeah. In 2009. Yeah. Good buddies my parents in college, Cliff Lee. Wait, really? Yeah. They were, uh, Cliff was dating a girl who's my one of my mom's best friends. So they huh. hang out with Cliff when he was at the U of A. Cy Young winner Cliff Lee. 2008 World Series champion Cliff Lee. Another, they, wow, they have t- at least two Cy Young winners from Arkansas. Then. Streets, remember, Dallas, the University of Arkansas. Dallas Keuchel being the other. Yes. Dallas Keuchel. How fun we can is do that? this all day. All day. Just guys being, day. just naming stuff. Just naming, just people. naming stuff. Let's do Massachusetts next. Oh, Best geez. college football coach <laughs> from Massachusetts. Is there it actually is a good one that's active right is now. Is it Massachusetts or Delaware or Maine? One of those is the hub. Chip Kelly. Which one was Chip Kelly at? Chip Kelly's New Hampshire. That's oh, New Hampshire's yeah. the it's a pipeline. But you got half the answer right, by the way. Massachusetts? Yeah. All active right. coach. Give it to me. Brian Kelly. Ah. From Worcester. Neat. Or from Everett and went to Assumption, which is in Worcester. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Yeah, Chip. Yeah, UNH. Your short list of portal candidates for the Baylor Bears. Yeah. Yesterday, you gave me that quarterback from Holy Cross. Love that. Who did rush for 3,000 yards and might be Cam Newton. The same guy. We're mixing those up a bit. Uh, you're mixing up a bit, but you're getting the gist of the of the segment in there for sure. Any other quarterbacks today you'd like to add? Yeah, to I want to. I, I do want to add one quarterback, and I'm going to preface McCourt. it by saying Kyle McCord, <laughs> Michael Penix Jr., Caleb Williams. <laughs> um, I'll preface it by saying this: well, this is a this is one for the Blake Shapen fans. Oh, okay, because this guy's Blake Shapen. What? He's Blake Shapen. You're putting Blake Shapen no, in the No, no, no. He's got a different name, <laughs> but he is essentially Blake Shapen. That would have been a great way to, in, to segue <laughs> hey, into. Hey, I mean, he, I, did do th- I did do that on Locked on Baylor for tomorrow of Blake Shapen's still technically an option. Like the way that Spavadol talked about it, that we're still talking with him and he hasn't posted any offers or anything yet. Yeah. I think Blake, if I were Blake, I'd probably just move on. 
Um, but this guy is Blake Shapin incarnate. Braden Shager from the University of Hawaii. Let's oh, say it like that. Hawaii. He is throwing for a lot of the football. Yes, 63% completion percentage, 3,542 yards. That this is season tenth, alone. That is 10th in the nation. Oh, wow. Yep. 26 touchdowns to 14 picks. And you'll, a lot of picks. You'll remember where Dave Aranda has coached. Yes, I will. Oh, the coaching part of this gets interesting. Hawaii. But he does throw for about a little under seven yards per completion. Okay. So that's a guy who's not chucking it down the field a lot. That's that's the Blake Shapin in him. Okay. And he's the similar size. He was sacked 39 oh, times this year. He'll fit in perfect. 39 times. He's going to love it at Baylor. Baylor's only got their quarterback sacked 34 times, which was, we talked about that the other day, comfortably the worst in the Big 12. And they went through three quarterbacks who got sacked. This kid got, 39, got sacked 39 times. And he went to Hawaii. He didn't have great offers out of high school because he wasn't the starter until his senior year at the winningest high school football program in the history of Texas. He was a Highland Park Scott. Wow. And he backed up the great Chandler Morris for some of those years. And so he only plays one year. He gets to Hawaii. He was recruited by none other than Hawaii offensive coordinator G.J. Kenny. Stop. Stop. So I think he'll probably end up in Texas, but maybe Kenny not was in Hawaii. Baylor. Why was Kenny yes. in Hawaii? And so Kenny was gone before Shager even went to campus, but Shager stayed there. And he's, a pr- I mean, pretty good quarterback for a team that's not very good. So this, right. he's just Blake Shapin. He's Blake Shapin. Which, it, I, I mean, I, I've said it from the beginning. You could do a lot worse than Blake Shapin. But probably cheaper. Especially right now. He's a cheaper yeah. Blake Shapin. Yeah. Now, he does, he does come from Highland Park. Is he a nice kid? Probably a nice kid, but I think the Highland uh, Park. Highland Park means uh, he doesn't need a ton of nil money. No, yeah, true. You'll remember. You know, you'll remember the the whole Chandler Morris thing was he was kind of a it was a yes. toxic piece of the locker room because some think, Highland Park players can be slightly cocky. Sure, and I think his dad being wait, a head professional football coach also t- tunes into that wait head college football coach. Isn't isn't Highland Park where Clayton Kershaw went? That can't be true because that's where Matthew Stafford went, right? And they would have been around the They're same time. They're about the time, same age. So. No. No way. How did I just put this together? Matthew Stafford Wait, and Clayton no Kershaw must have gone to high school no together. There's no way. There's Aaron, no way. did you know this? I am. He's shocked. Wow. Speechless. I didn't know that, actually. Whoa. I, but I wanted to Whoa. show you on my phone before wow. I said anything. Wow. I've did, never heard. You and and think, Armstrong Sims went there? You would think that Kevin Burkhart and company would mention that more often on broadcast. I think they should. You know how many high school points LJ Cryer had? Like 3,000. Blow you away. You're never going to guess. 3,397. You're never going to guess Charlie Brewer's family lineage, by the way. Charlie Brewer actually had the national record at the time for completion percentage in high school. Are you about to tell me? Are you about Which to tell me stat. that Freddie Gillespie played Division three basketball? I, I, I won't do such a thing. All right. I All won't right. do such a thing. Okay, All right, so we'll get Highland off a quarterback. We'll get off a quarterback here. Right. Uh, Baylor has actually offered this guy who I think is the best receiver in the portal. Call up our people at Dave Campbell's Texas Football because they're all UNT alums. Out of Jamori Macklin from UNT. 57 catches this year, 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns, over 17 yards per catch. That's he, is, he is Jeremy Macklin's cousin. Let's talk about a good lineage, okay? Yeah. Uh, so a slot guy. Which, in a spread offense, you really don't need... You can't have too many slot guys, but yeah. as I've said with Baylor, they really need a guy on the outside. But Macklin is one that's that's 
too good to pass up. Like, you don't just not offer or talk to Jamori Macklin because you have Jordan Neighbors on the roster. Yeah. Okay. And he's got two years of at least two years of eligibility left. So like that. And who do like we know who do we know is back in the wide receiver room? Pretty much all of them. Monterey. Because none of them have entered the portal. Armani. Well, we haven't heard we haven't heard from Presley or Armani Winfield yet. Okay. Now they are both trying to recruit guys to Baylor on Twitter, so that's a good sign that they probably are coming back. Yeah. But yes, then Monterey, um, uh, Josh Cameron. Good. Uh, who was the other one? Keytron Jackson. Oh, he's back. He's back. Wow. He's back. Okay, one more good piece, and you've got an op- you got a decent receiving core. Right. I- I'd like someone who gets more commands more of the defense's attention, so that would free up some space for Keytron Jackson. Yep. And one guy who could do that on the outside is Eric McAllister from Boise State, who is actually rated a little bit higher on on three, who does all the transfer portal stuff than than Jamori Macklin. But uh, he is a he's a Texas guy. Okay. He's from Azel, which is up in the. I think you're looking for Axel, but close. No, 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 no. Um, forty-seven receptions this year, just under nine hundred yards, five touchdowns, but nineteen yards per catch. Oh, at Boise State, which is a run-heavy offense. Remember, we Sick. talked about their quarterback who runs a lot. All right, he's a sophomore, so he's got and plenty of time. He's a Baylor target, right? Their quarterback's a Baylor target. Target. They haven't offered him. Okay, but if they listen to me, like they do, like they did with the offensive coordinator, he's a target. Uh, but this is more of the prototype of the guy I'm looking at at wide receiver. He's an outside guy, six four, two hundred. Yep. Um, and I think he can be a red zone threat because of that, because of how he can beat guys off the line the way Tyquan Thornton used to. Yeah. And um, he was offered. Out of high school by Texas State in 2020 with head coach Jake Spavadol, one of the first guys he offered. Out of high school. Out that's of high school. That's like a black polar bear, man. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So he's one I like at wide receiver. And honestly, I have two or three more guys at wide receiver, but the production drops so much. So much. Are they high-profile schools, though? Because I'm hearing a lot of guys who are successful at a low um, level. One of them is Cam Brown of UCLA. Yeah. Uh, not much production. His He's actually the son of Larry Brown, not the basketball, basketball coach, coach, but the Super Bowl MVP of the Cowboys. Oh, wow. Um, he is a Colleyville guy, played at Colleyville Heritage, started his career at A&M, so big recruit out of high school, ah. uh, but didn't get much done at A&M in two years and goes to Chip Kelly's team at UCLA. And it, it's just, it, for his career, he's he's played in parts of all four seasons. Yeah. For, so for his career, it's about Jamori Macklin's numbers. 61 receptions, 846 yards. Six touchdowns, yeah, in his career. But I look at the guy as a as a he's another slot type guy, six one, about two hundred. Um, so not one that jumps off the page. Uh, Donovan Ollie, who's a kid who played for Cincinnati this year, he only played two games this year, uh, because he he was hurt, and he started his career with two years at Washington State. Um, and in his career, he's got seventy two receptions, <laughs> eight hundred fifty seven yards, and four touchdowns. He's a wily native and more of that outside prototype, 6'3", 212. You're in a lot of success. You're in a lot of Texas. I like both of those. That's that's what I need. And that's what I need is Texas guys. And and I, you know what I did, Drake, is I looked and tried to compare all these guys to Keytron Jackson's numbers. Yeah. Who, again, I thought showed some good flashes this year. I think he's a good receiver. He's probably not a number one guy. I, I feel confident in saying that. You he's need not someone a else. Lamb. Yes. You need someone else drawing more of the attention to allow a number two corner on, on Keytron Jackson. But you look at his numbers, they didn't jump off the page in Arkansas. Um, that was It was pretty similar to those Donovan Ollie numbers of, you know, 30 catches, 45 catches, 
uh, you know, not a big play guy. Yeah. And so Donovan always matched up quite a bit. He's at Cincinnati right now, started at Washington State. So that would be him kind of going closer to home. So those are the receivers I'm any, looking at. I mean, I need some linemen. Any linemen in there? Yeah, so I haven't done my linemen research yet. Okay. Because that is going to be, first off, I don't know how to judge linemen off stats. You can't. I don't. Really. You're, just, you're do. just looking at numbers, right? Or, who's uh, old or they're like they measurables. Like some sort of award, maybe. Yeah, now there is one. Actually, I, I lied. There is one more receiver that I want to talk about who does have good numbers. Okay. Now, he is another slot guy, which is the problem. A Duke official. Uh, 5'10", 191. That's official, Manny? Duke, Manny. Former yeah. Texas, D.C.? Remington Strickland is this big offensive lineman from Texas A&M who got Yes, offered. that was the only one that I've looked at so That's far. That's a great name, too. Great name. He's the one that's like 6'6", like total tackle material, who just left A&M, right? Is that what you said, A&M? Yeah, here's a yeah, kid the guy. from Pitt. Where's here's a kid. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. So, one last receiver, Winston Wright Jr. from Florida State. Now, this is a gamble. He has played, well, played in quotations. He's been at Florida State for two years. When he transferred out of West Virginia to go to Florida State that spring, he got in a bad car accident, bad leg injury. So he missed that whole season last year, played two games this year, and decided to step away from the team to focus on rehab and and try to get ready for this next season. So he has one year left. uh, But at West Virginia, he was really good. So for three years, 129 receptions, 1,300 yards, and seven touchdowns. And so he was playing. He was a regular guy each of those three years. And you know who offered him at West Virginia? Offensive coordinator, Jake Spavadol. Wow. So he's a guy who was winning off the line of scrimmage as a slot guy, was very fast. He set the state record as 200 in high school. Uh, But you got to worry about that with a serious leg injury, if he'll ever be that explosive again. Like he was out of high school, and the first couple of years that he had at West Virginia was Monterey Baldwin. That same kind of guy who could just, Stretch it vertically, even from the slot position. Uh, do you want some defense? Do you want to throw some defense in there before we go to a break? I'll throw, Only I'll throw if you a bring hog up Marley Cook. Well, I'll throw a hog in there. How All right, give me a hog. Chris Paul Jr. Yep. Who is not the son of the point guard. He goes sometimes by Pooh. Pooh Paul. Which would be the second Pooh that has played for Baylor in my lifetime. Um, but had a pretty big year this year. 74 tackles at linebacker for Arkansas. Ah. That's the sec- second on the team. Couple of sacks, pass deflected, so he gets out in coverage a little bit. Two years of eligibility left, 140 tackles in his career. Uh, but it's kind of a weird story in that he, oh, I should say also freshman All-SEC and freshman All-American. That's pretty good. 2022. Thanks that's, for bearing that's, the lead. That's very good. But it, there's this story from a website called Best of Arkansas Sports that in the headline mentions that um, that Paul is leaving because he was quote unquote pissed off at his teammates. Oh, uh, but then it doesn't really mention it in the story. So it was like just a headline thing, but he's qu- but it's quoted. So someone told them that, huh. or that's really asinine. Um, didn't have a Big Twelve offer out of high school, and twenty four sevens crystal ball has him going to Ole Miss, but has been offered by Baylor. There it is. And he's, I mean, he's a guy who is, uh, here's a guy, now here's a guy who will be kind of like your Mike Smith type. And yeah. unfortunately, Mike Smith got hurt early in the year. So that's that's my defense. That's a peak at the defense. We're going to have some more next week on that. Baylor is in the running. Robbie Triano says hi. Baylor's hey, in Robbie. the running. 
for Marley Cook, a six foot two, three hundred pound grad transfer, interior defensive lineman. He's narrowed his search to Baylor. <laughs> yep. Miami. Okay, Baylor. Okay, Baylor. I'm thinking. All right, it's not the brand name that Miami is, but maybe. Okay. Ohio State. Oh. So oh, okay. maybe, okay. you know, at least there's hope. That would be a great guy for Baylor, by Middle the way. Middle Tennessee interior defensive lineman who is But that screams Jackson player to me, who I also thought was a great pickup. Between Ohio State, Miami, and Baylor. Let's see if they need defensive line help in the worst kind of way. Coming up, you are never going to guess. Who died today? Who died today. This is the Drake Toll Show. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State, Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off, December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Payments for qualified buyers at 7% for 72 months, 5,000 down. Cash or trade, TTL, extra city dealer for details. Rub construction continues and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sale. Qualified buyers can get a 2016 GMC Terrain for just $214 a month or a 2016 GMC Sierra for $393 a month. Plus over 90 thirdly inspected pre-owned vehicles priced to sell. 100% approval is always their goal. Call now, log on now, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you you're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. I can recommend them highly. I would recommend QC to anybody. QC Kinetics has changed my life. I couldn't believe it. I honestly was skeptical, but the pain went from a 10 to a zero. Real people with real lasting relief from joint pain. QC Kinetics Regenerative Medicine is regenerating me. This non-surgical approach is definitely the future. I tell as many people as possible. I am an ambassador. I love QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. No drugs, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. King of the road. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment, offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as x media's faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. 
Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars Welcome back. In other words Favorite Sinatra song? Is this it? Hold my hand uh, New York. Theme from New York, New York. In other words, Probably up there. Ready for this, Aaron? I'll turn it up a little bit, please. Kiss me here we go. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You know, they're playing that Spanish music. I had to turn it off. But I accidentally turned it back on. And they were playing some Yankee. They had the good stuff. Hank Sinatra. So I left it right there. Try that in a small town. <laughs> From that armpit, New Jersey. In other words, who died today? See the best musician from New Jersey? Frank Sinatra, Dead or Alive. Bon Jovi, come on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was bon? not, that was, he is from New Jersey. That was not the answer I was expecting. I'm not a Bon Jovi fan either. Cameron, who died today? Oh. Cicero. In what year did the Roman oh, statesman man. Cicero die? I've read so much Cicero. Yeah, I've been forced to. Yeah. Oof. Favorite professor in college, but my least favorite class. Was named Cicero? No. We had to read a whole book of Cicero's oration. So then you should know what when he died. Yeah, I should, but I don't. Um, 74. He never did meet the great Christ. 43 uh, I was BC. I going to say he never died. 43 BC. He lives on. This one is, I'm going to give it to you because you should be able to get it based on the event. This guy died at Waterloo. Michael Ney. Died at Waterloo. I didn't go see the Napoleon movie. What year was Waterloo? I don't know. Uh, sixteen twenty-three. Eighteen fifty. Napoleon. Uh, close enough. Waterloo. Yeah. All right. It's a great quote from that came from the Battle of Waterloo, which is the Duke of Wellington was his, his guys were so fired up, and he said, "I don't know what they do to the other true or to the other side, but they sure do scare the daylights out of me." Great. That's great. They use that for Liverpool fans. They say that the players must feel the same way. Lefty O'Doul, American Baseball Hall of Fame left fielder, all-star, World Series champion. What teams did he play for? Oh, World, wait, World Series champion. Okay, that's the big. Yankees. Because that started in 1903, but the Yankees didn't win one until 1923. I'm guessing he probably played around then. 1941. 1969. Ah, damn. Lefty O'Doul died in 1969 today. How about 
the Hungarian engineer who developed the phonograph, dies in a car accident at the age of 77, Peter Carl Goldmark. He died at the age of 19, uh, died at the <laughs> age of, uh, uh, of the sevens um, in the, the 1971. 1977. Invents the phonograph and dies in 1977. Mm-hmm. Felix what? First president of the Ivory Coast. I can't get, I can't make it any clearer than that. Uh, Known as the Sage of Africa. Dead. What year? 19... Somebody at home slapping their dash. 1984. The 1993. Aaron had it. He was giving me a look. He wanted to Aaron answer. Aaron always has it. He just has it. LSU head football coach Charles McClendon died today. In what year? 2002. 2001. Wow. 2001. Very close. Jerry Scroggins. Jerry Scroggins, who sang the ballad of Jed Clampett, died at 91 oh, in this year. Man. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Jed. Yep. 2012. 2004. Oh, 2004. that was the first one I had, but I... Ugh. You always end up doing a big skip at the end of this. Yep. Harry, Harry Morgan from MASH. Harry Morgan, dead today. What year? Gosh, I don't know any of these people. Dies in his sleep. I know MASH. 2017. 2011. Dies in 2011. Uh, Chuck Morgan. Chuck Yeager. Oh, I thought that's where you're going. Uh, I'll go 2017 again. Chuck Yeager is 2020. Uh, This one, I'm going to go back a little bit from 2020. There's your hint. Thank you. This is for Chalmers Bump Elliott, American Football Hall of Fame halfback and coach at Michigan, dies at 94 in this year. Bump Elliott. Mm -hmm. Died at 94 in the year 2000. 2019. 2019. Dick Allen. Died today. Great. What year? 2021? 2020. Ah, okay. Karim Bavi. Should he be Hall of Famer? The Iranian soccer striker dies at 57 years old. 2022. 20. How did you know? How did you know? We were running out of years. (laughs) (laughs) On this day in sports history, Eugene Corey becomes the first referee to Ever. ever. Yes. Ever. The first ever referee in a boxing ring, Eugene Corey, in what year? Oh, man, I would love to see boxing before that. 1919. 1907. 1907. Okay. Yeah, there were people dying a lot in sports back then. In this year. Ooh, the Boston Red Sox acquire the contract of 19-year-old Ted Williams. Ooh, I can do this. I can do this. 1937. Wow. He is unbelievable. Teddy ball game, baby. Very impressive. People get to listen to this for free. Gosh, 1937. He was 19 years old. Ted Williams, signed by the Red Sox. Lou Gehrig is elected to the Hall of Fame at 36 years old in what year? And he's the first time they waived the rule of having to stay wait out five years. That was in 1939. He nailed it again. 1939. Yes. See, I thought about it this time because I was like, you know, you're maybe thinking 1940. Uh, but remember course. what time of year it is. Of course. December 7th. December 7th. Oh, It would have been hilarious if it was two years after. Uh, the 15th Heisman Trophy given to Leon Hart, Notre Dame. 1949. 
Oh my gosh. That's three in a row. It is 1949. How about, all right, the 51st Heisman Trophy goes to Bo Jackson of Auburn. 1985. That's four in a row. Wow. This is unbelievable. I mean, make it, make it tough, man. Have you been checked out yet? I've got a Pearl Harbor story after this. All right, all right, all right. It's quick. Texas Rangers signed Nolan Ryan today. They signed Ooh. Nolan Ryan Ooh. today. This is going to be tougher for me. 1989? 1988. Mm. 1988. Uh, for the 89 season. See, I do this every time. Oh, uh, very nice. Uh, what is this, amateur? I, I see this. All right, the 11th SEC. Oh, oh, this one first. This one first. The first Big 12 championship game was today, December 7th. Unranked Texas beats number three Nebraska. Big upset. Yeah, it was 96. 1996 it is. You nailed it. You nailed it. How about, ooh, number four Georgia beats number 22 Arkansas. 30 to 3 in the 11th SEC title. 2002. Oh my gosh. It's 2002. Yeah. Houston Nutt and the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, uh, the 20 20- Georgia's coach. It wasn't ricked yet, was no, it? No, there's no way. Uh, 2013, in the 22nd SEC championship, Auburn beats number five Missouri. Yeah. 59 42 in what year? 2013. 2013 en route to a national championship loss. In, in destiny. In 20... Mm, Florida State beat Duke in the same year, 45-7. to Yes. <clears throat> when Jameis was like suspended for the first half of that game or something. I don't remember. Last one I'll team. give you before your Pearl, your Pearl, Pearl Harbor story. It's not going to be a funny one. So uh, I'll give you two. Okay. Larry Nasser, sentenced to 60 <laughs> years. <laughs> Uh, that was recently, right? 2021? 2017. Oh, I guess it was. And breaking. The competitive form of breakdancing confirmed <laughs> as an Olympic sport for the Paris Games in 2024 in what year? 2022. 2020. All right, what's uh, your story? Uh, so it, it relates back to sports. That's why I'm going to do it. So uh, my great-grandfather served this great nation in the South Pacific. He was actually living on the island of Guam at the time. And his family was supposed to move there. Uh, but things got a little too heated in Guam, okay? So they had already sent a lot of their stuff ahead. My grandmother had sent her favorite, her prized possession, her dollhouse, was in Guam. And in about late November, my great-grandfather gets marching orders to go back. He's got to go back to Washington, okay? So they got to go to Hawaii and then take a ship to San Francisco and then probably take the train from San Francisco to to D.C., okay? So... His wife's going to meet him in Hawaii, which they do, and he leaves on Friday night, December 5th, 1941, to go to San Francisco. And the news hits the Lurleen, which is the ship they were on, on the afternoon of the 7th of what has happened at Pearl Harbor. So all the able-bodied men have to get on the deck and paint the whole thing gray. And they have to keep all the lights off because they don't want to be seen by any Japanese bombers. And it's just this crazy. And, and back then, that's like a four or five day excursion just to get to San Francisco. And so my grandmother, who's eight at the time, hears it. She goes to the movies on Sunday afternoon to get the newsreels in Boston and finds out that this has happened. She knows her parents are, are coming, from, from, come, coming from Pearl Harbor to San Francisco when this happens. So she doesn't know for like three or four days at least if her parents are even alive. Just an incredible difference of like time and space 
that that's that's how and she's alive by the way my grandmother she's old but she's alive and to think that was something that she had to go through in her lifetime is just crazy to me but one of the able-bodied young men who had to paint the lurleen gray was a guy who was playing semi-professional football in hawaii he was a recent uh, ucla grad and he was three years away from being signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers and six years away from breaking baseball's color barrier. Jackie Robinson was on the same ship. And that's something. That's awesome. My grandmother, nev- my grandmother never got her dollhouse back. Wow. It's one of the great mysteries of our family. Uh, obviously, a couple days surrounding Pearl Harbor. The rest of uh, my great-grandfather's two other commanding officers, there were three on the island. He was the one who had the marching orders. The other two were captured. Wow. As the island was captured. Wow. The luckiest story. thing to ever happen to my family, I'll tell you that much. Man. Thank you for sharing that. This so is it been. is it is an interesting day for me. I, I love my grandmother. Karen Stewart across the room. Aaron Sexton runs the board. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thanks for making us your lunchtime listen every single day. This has been Also, happy birthday, Larry Bird. And Larry Bird. The Drake Toll Show. This is ESPN Central Texas.